0: The Porsche 924 is one of the biggest selling sports cars in history. Its origins go back to the early 1970s when Volkswagen asked the company's engineers to develop a successor to the 914, a car they'd jointly developed. tester Christoph Bauer says the 924 was originally intended as Volkswagen's flagship sports coupé. There was even some talk about it being sold as an Audi. So the Porsche engineers borrowed from the Volkswagen Group's entire range of models. Many of the small parts, like the interior knobs and switches, the wheel suspension and brake components, come from the Beetle, Golf and others. The two-liter four-cylinder engine powered the Audi 100 and the Volkswagen LT van. But in 1974, the new VW boss, Tony Schmucker, bailed out. Due to the oil crisis and potential competition with VW's own Scirocco, he decided to cancel the development project. But Porsche didn't give up. Instead, they brought the 924 to market themselves. The new 924 was a ready-made people's Porsche, exactly what the marketing team was looking for to appeal to a broader market than the 911. But the 924 was a world apart from the agile 911. Back then, the Porsche disciples believed firmly in the trinity of the rear-mounted engine in boxer design with air cooling. The 924 had none of that, plus the ignition was to the right of the steering wheel, which was definitely not on. But at least the seats and the instruments came from the good old 911, which cost 32,000 marks back then. The 924 started at 23,000 marks, which brought in many new customers, of course. And it became a huge seller. But decades later, traditionalists still disparaged the 924 as a housewife's Porsche. For a time, it even seemed like the 911's days were numbered, which would have spelled the end of the traditional Porsche design. The water-cooled front engine 924 looks set to become the standard for future models. The first Porsche with a front engine needed a bit of tweaking to meet the brand's reputation for sportiness, Christoph explains. The engineers drew on the transaxle principle, meaning engine in front, transmission at the rear, and nearly two meters of rigid metal in between. That helped distribute weight evenly and ensure neutral handling qualities, so it was a fast and confident ride, but not particularly spectacular. The Porsche 924 was designed by Harm Le Guy, who later became Porsche's head of design, but he wasn't even 30 years old at the time. His design featured a completely plain chassis with many flat surfaces, pop-up headlights and a pointed snout. The sleek design made it a world leader in terms of aerodynamics. Its drag coefficient was a 0.36. Which was among the lowest in the world for series production cars. Another memorable and very practical element was the glass hatch, which offered what was, at the time, the largest trunk ever on a Porsche. Plenty of room for your golf clubs. But Porsche's chief designer, Anatoly Lepine, wasn't a fan. He said, whoever came up with this was someone who always wanted a Ferrari, but never got one. Today, the understated 924 is seen as a timeless icon of design. It echoed the wedge shape that was extremely popular at the time, but with rounded edges and corners. From the late 1970s to the early 1990s, nearly all Porsche models mirrored this basic design. The rear seat of the 2 Plus 2 didn't offer much room, though. In exchange, the 360-liter trunk capacity was a standout in the sports car category. Was the Porsche 924 a true sports car? Well, (laughs) a look under the hood tells a different story. This water-cooled four-cylinder here, you'll also find it in the Audi 100 and the Volkswagen LT, a light panel van. But here in Porsche, the K-Jetronic fuel injection system amps up the sportiness to give you 125 horsepower. So, Porsche purists may have turned up their noses, but it was popular. The original model with a two liter naturally aspirated engine had sales figures topping 120,000. Christoph says that many years after the model was retired in 1988, the disciples of the 911 finally began to praise this very successful compromise with its combination of usefulness good workmanship, and acceptable sportiness. Plus, the 924's popularity with buyers helped pull Porsche out of a slump during the oil crisis. It was the world's best-selling sports car for years. After its ancestor, the 356, it was only the second Porsche to enter series production with a four-cylinder engine, so the 924 was definitely a milestone in automotive history. But the 924 and other front-mounted engine models couldn't knock the iconic Porsche 911 from its throne. Even today, the 911 is a Porsche trademark. Meanwhile, its transaxle models were taken out of the lineup in the mid-1990s.